Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMOcast. I'm Chris. I sound a little rough because I have a sore throat. And I'm here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got so much for you. Stuff that we missed last week because our systems are not working correctly. And Tim has been trying to update the agenda for how long, Tim? A couple hours, basically. Yeah. Well, starting with this morning at, what, 7.30, 8 o'clock and didn't save. So, or didn't, I shouldn't say didn't save, didn't sync. So that was fun. And then had stuff going on this afternoon, this evening. So, yeah, basically wanted to record an, an hour ago uh, or started. And yet here we are. And it happened. I thought it was something I didn't, I exited out too soon with last week because for it to sync you know you can't type the last letter and then it syncs automatically it kind of takes a couple seconds you know three five seconds right um sometimes so i thought i um oh i initially thought i waited that long obviously i didn't um or yeah i thought i waited that long and then i went back to look at it uh, when we recorded um in in studio together and i'm like oh wait this does this just doesn't seem right seems like there's missing stuff we'll I'll go back and start prepping the agenda for this weekend oh yeah there was um it because we recorded it on saturday yep. and the last time it had synced anything was the tuesday of that week so missed wednesday thursday friday uh and Saturday. So there's stuff on this week that yes, was should have been covered last week, but um and some kind of big announcements and yeah, so you get them this week. You get them this week and we're going to make sure we have fun with it. We're not going to be too crazy, but I do um I do enjoy uh talking about certain things cuz we missed quite a bit of stuff, and now it's time to have fun. So the first thing on our agenda is we did get a uh, trailer for The Mandalorian Season 3. Um, they did an amazing job of, I, f- I feel like they're giving us a teaser of what's to come. Um, for those that didn't watch the book of Boba Fett, you need to. Because it almost feels like the reason why the events of Book of Boba Fett happened was so that they could focus entirely on Mandalorians in general. The trailer shows multiple, multiple Mandalorians. It shows the return of the heavy, return of the armor, return of Bo-Katan. Like, it's legitimately just all out, all um, Mandalorians. So, uh, the cool thing is... They made it kind of vague, not vague, vague, but when you watch the trailer, you could see like there's things in the background. You could see this, you could see that, and you're kind of like, oh, is that going to be this or what? What's what's going to happen? You know? And I was super stoked. I was like, this is exactly what we wanted. We wanted, you know, them to give us all this good content, and they're doing it in a way. That's just, it's phenomenal. I, uh, the trailer made me extremely happy. Um, as long as when they came out with the posters, because the posters, while they don't give us a big idea, they give us a lot on what's going to happen potentially. 
Right, exactly. And I'll be curious on the the very first episode on how they do a recap if they explain to you um, <clears throat> well enough uh, the happenings on the Book of Boba Fett, uh, or if it kind of gives you, you know, kind of general, uh, a vague description of it. And basically, uh, you got to go watch it to get the to get the whole thing obviously yep. Yep. um because there's you know something that happens to it where if you don't watch it it's like well hold hold on wait that this doesn't make sense of war we left off on mandalorian season two versus mandalorian season three and you didn't watch book of boba fett so i'll be curious to see i'm sure they're going to address it because you got people like well hold on, wait you know i just watched the mandalorian to the mandalorian <clears throat> um on it so i'll just be curious to see how how they address it i mean because there are people that are not gonna watch it because they just didn't want to watch you know the book of boba fett correct it's a it's a common thing so yep no exactly especially with it being filler true you know as, as far as far as bridging the gap um between Mandalorian season two, Mandalorian season three, uh, having content out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see because well, yeah, and because you know, on that normally it's you know maybe three five minutes. I mean, you could almost just do a one full show, <laughs> you know, but basically book a Boba Fett and one you know that series and one show to explain everything, but let alone try to fit it into you know a three, five minute, um, you know, synopsis of here's where you left them off and here's where we're picking it up. You almost wonder if they're going to do that. Like the week before drop an episode or some like 20 minute synopsis about, <laughs> right. you know, what happened. No, very true. And you could do that because all what you would be doing, you wouldn't have to film anything new. It's just splicing content. From yeah, yeah. The book of Boba Fett. So all would it be? It would just be editing. Yep. So exactly. I mean, you but hope we shall see. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you have not watched it, you're gonna, you're not gonna know what's going on. And the joke, people were making that joke, like as soon as Book of Boba Fett ended. So you knew people knew already that they're because I'm not gonna say what it is, but they're like you know, people watching going what. Right, exactly. You know that that was going to be back if you want um, the audience there. Yeah, exactly. Um, then next we have uh, Marvel Studios releases new promo for Phase 5 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, it's not... So, it's not as crazy. So, when I've been watching... A lot of the Marvel stuff, they have announced like a majority of the stuff that's going to be happening. It's no surprise. Like, so basically, we saw almost everything that's going to come out Marvel season, Marvel Phase Five. We even got stuff that was into Marvel Phase Six. So you almost kind of, I, I mean, I don't know. You, you kind of. It's it's not really a big deal to me, really, because in reality, 
oh, here's a promo. I mean, we already knew everything that was coming. So I don't know what we're going to, what's going to change. But I mean, I don't know. I am excited for it, but I just hope that uh, Ant Man and then in the Quantum Mania, whatever it's called, um, is not what I think it's going to be. But um, they're releasing a little too much information for my liking for it to either not be a flop or just not be as good as what we're expecting from the Marvel Universe, um, especially with uh, like you have Deadpool things like that, that go that comedic route. Um, this one is supposed to have comedic route with heart. And all we've got people doing right now is complaining about Cassie Lang being changed for this movie. So, you know, and that's, so Tim doesn't know that's Ant-Man's daughter. They, uh, they up aged her and changed her a little bit for this new one to a more known actress. I think it's because she's going to be featured a lot more than she was in Endgame and the previous movies. So, We'll see. Um, Triang Group confirms push for Nelson Pelt Nelson Peltz to join Disney Board of Directors. Says Disney Company is in crisis. Now we have mentioned this multiple times before that Disney is not out of the woods yet. Um, they did see the small rebound with um, Mr. Chappick coming back about leaving. And Mr. Iger coming back, but um, you're not out of the woods yet. And I think they're trying to bring people in from outside of the company because some people think that's a better idea. Now, whether I agree with that or not, it doesn't matter to me. It matters more about how that'll affect the board and how it'll affect decisions that are made because um, they legitimately the next the next three things were strategic moves that were basically put in um, place to put them better off than they were when they made Chappick CEO. Um, they did yeah. name... Yeah, exactly. so, well, yeah, before you go on that, it's it's funny on this, um, Nelson Peltz, uh, basically it says, following a confirmation from Walt Disney Company earlier uh, today, this is back in January, January 11th, uh, that it opposes the addition of a candidacy from the Trian Group to the company's board of directors. Um, basically, Trian has confirmed its push to add their CEO to Disney's board. So, uh, yeah. What is we'll the see. Trian Group? Um, I don't know. I'm sure something. Uh, they are. Well, they're in Park Avenue at of. Um, New York. Oh, in New York City is a multi-billion dollar asset management firm founded by Nelson Peltz, um, Peter Bay, and Ed Garden with the goal of generating capital for investors. So there you go. So that is a conflict of interest, though, because they did just announce, I think, like last week or the week before, that they were looking at building more properties down in Florida, and they were trying to do a bunch of stuff with that. And so, basically, that's, I think, a conflict of interest because if they use a financing group and it's Tryon, then you're going to have problems. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> and I'm sure, I mean, even if they, he does get on the, on the board or whatnot, that I'm sure he just, you know, hey, can't use us or 
whatever it is. I'm sure on these bigger companies with boards and everything, you could probably find some sort of conflict of interest just with, especially with these bigger, um, higher, uh, like Fortune 500 companies with who that with the um you know the different companies or, or the different board of directors and the companies that they work for or are are pulled from yeah because just because you're you know just because you're on the board of directors from disney doesn't mean you work for disney i mean you could they work for basically i mean yeah you have ones that do work for disney but um you have ones that work for other companies as well which i mean he might be an asset in guiding them on how to get investments and maybe lead them to other companies who can give them good right. better deals on investments so i guess there's <laughs> a possibility that he could be an asset but usually if a company is pushing for a ceo there's something there's something wrong with that yeah um the next thing we do have so along the lines of preparing themselves uh, Mark Parker was named the new Disney chairman, succeeding Susan Arnold, who was a Chappick supporter and right-hand woman. Let her go, obviously. Um, and then the Disney board decided to create a committee to find the next CEO. What a shocker. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I, I like that. I think it should kind of always have some sort of committee. And maybe they did before and everyone picked Chappick or he was just you know in line for it uh and it kind of fell in his life and the committee's like yeah just rubber stamp it and get it go uh and and give it to him where now they're kind of oh no we're going to create you make it more publicly known that we're going to create a committee to find the next ceo i mean at the um college that i attended i mean even when they look for teachers uh professors and even high, like higher up ad- administrators like deans and whatnot um <clears throat> they'll have you know a search committee and then a uh, interviewing committee uh you know a lot of th- these different committees to make sure that you know a- a- and you know you have strategic people on there so they make sure that they're who they hire is the best interest for that company yeah. or, or whoever it is so i mean I like it. Well, you know, we'll see what happens or, uh, you know, the other thing is, is if say it, uh, you know, it fails again, then will they do blame the committee? Well, what's crazy to me is, is they didn't do this to begin with. Cause I mean, you got to think, um, when they look at like a new president, stuff like that, when their person's running for candidacy, they do these deep dives, even on anyone connected to them. You, they should be doing background checks and things of that nature on these potential candidates just because, I mean, come on, man. It's, um, yeah, it's just, it's a pain in the butt when you're trying to find another person to replace someone and you don't do enough vetting. So um, I think it could be handled amazingly with this committee. Let's just hope this is not just for show and they're right. not just doing it to make other people think they're doing the right thing and they already have someone picked. Right, exactly. So along the lines of that committee, they did announce what a former Disney CEO, Bob Chappick, was paid in 2022. That was before um, he was let go. 
Uh, he made $24.2 million in 2022, and he's still going to get more than $20 million in severance. That's insane. Which, I mean, it makes sense. You know, I, I mean, I think it does because, you know, he signed a contract. Actually, he just got upped, you know, a three-year contract, and then three months later, he, you know, they fire him. So, I mean, they're still going to pay him out or negotiate a payout, and then, you know, then he's going to get his severance as well. I mean, he was CEO of a huge company. So, I mean, he is it's, – it's like <clears> – um, you know, coach in the NFL, say he they sign him uh, for three years, he gets fired after two, um, and it's not like an option year or what. I don't even know if they have options and coaches, but he's still going to be paid out because it's like, oh, um, they're not going to have X amount on their salary cap because they still got to pay out, you know, the coach. So, I mean, I'm sure he's going to go somewhere, land on his feet, even if not, he's got over $40 million that he got paid out. So there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess, I mean, I don't even know. Um, I feel like he, I don't know. I, I know, I know that there's nothing much that, you know, people really know truly like we, so we don't know. I mean, there could be a reason why he's getting paid that much, you know, to the leave and what's funny is one of our later topics we're going to talk about um it relates to this situation here and i i think i i mean obviously they're paying him to shut up probably part of it and it's also probably because he won't be able to get a job for a significant amount of time that makes close to what he's making here mind you a million dollars a year is probably what he'll make close in that range one to five it's still a t- more than anything we'll ever make, but that is a significant drop from basically you probably would have made twenty five million last year. So right, um, yeah. This one was a shock to me, and I actually shared it because uh, Google announced it's laying off twelve thousand staff, the largest in company history. Now, for those that don't know, this has actually been expected by most tech companies. Um, as there's an expected recession coming in the next six to eight months. Um, and with that, basically what they're preparing for is rather than laying off 30,000 people in six months, they're going to lay off 12 now and try and cut their losses. Um, so a Tesla did it. Um, I think a couple automotive companies have done it. Amazon's Amazon. doing it. Yeah. So it's it's rampant everywhere. Google is not the only one. It was just a shock because usually they do it over time and they're just straight. It's just 12,000 right there off the get-go. So, Yeah, I'd um, be curious to see what, especially all of these companies, um, what their pre-COVID staffing numbers were versus um, kind of like now where they're making the cuts. Because you get, you know, some of these companies that, especially with people um, or you know, mandates or whatnot, not going out, staying inside, uh, like with, especially with Amazon where everyone's getting everything delivered. So they needed to ramp it up as far as getting yeah. enough drivers and everything. And now 
people are going back out, so you're not using Amazon as much. I'm just using that as <laughs> as um, an example. Yeah, but all these other ones too, where it's like, oh man, I'm laying off twelve thousand, but you know, maybe before the pandemic, um, they were at um, at twelve thousand less employees, and then they had to ramp up kind of during pandemic, just with everyone using um, the internet or services more. So I don't know. It's just just kind of curious, or who knows? You know, maybe they only did six thousand, and now they're laying off twelve because of like you said x x y and z anticipating so. anticipating what is to come i mean it's gonna come and the sad thing is is that um i mean like we just said they're telling people you know do this do that to make sure you don't end up you know somewhere you don't want to be there's a reason why people are freaking out right now because bank of america is losing people's money that is just disappearing. People are going there and they can't find their, their money. And I'm like, wait, what? And yeah, people are going in there and saying, Oh my God, I have no money in my account. And that's extremely scary. So, you know, this is just, this is just them preparing. Right. Exactly. And I mean, it doesn't, and it's, excuse me, it's going to make headwaves too when it's, they're cutting that many staffers and it's the largest in company history and it's Google. Yep. So exactly. Especially since it is Google. Yeah. Yep. Um, the next thing we have um, inside job has been canceled by Netflix. And this has become a trend with Netflix as of late where it literally was just renewed for a second season last June. Now, the next two items we talk about are dealing with the same thing. There is a lack of funds coming in to pay for certain things. And they are trying to look at what's going to be the most bang for our buck. And right now, sad to say, these documentaries, these crime docs are just killing it. You know, uh, yeah. I've been watching that 90s show. I watched the first episode and it's amazing. I love it. There's a few people that hate it, but... I think it's great, but it is crazy how they just did, like they just renewed it. Now they're canceling it. Right, exactly. And like you said, I mean, it's kind of not the the first time that they've renewed something and then gone back and and cancel it. So I think uh, this is the the quickest they've done it because usually they um, will cancel it. It'll end up being like something like you know when pandemic hit, it canceled it like two months into the pandemic right when it had been renewed for i think one of the shows had been renewed in like april the previous year they were set to go into production COVID happened and then what happened was people don't realize a lot of the shows that got canceled during the pandemic had nothing to do with the shows had everything to do with the fact that the cast probably had a project to move on to after the pandemic had started and they basically were able to do the second part or second show or movie, but they couldn't do it because, you know, the original one, because the time was up and they have contracts to fulfill. Yeah. Yeah, no, ex- exactly. I guess the the scary thing is, is just because you get renewed doesn't mean uh, until it's <laughs> completely, you know, I guess until you're 
really, I guess the first goal would be at least filming. Um, but even that kind of doesn't mean, you know, they could still stop at halfway into filming, but just because you're renewed doesn't necessarily mean that it'll actually happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm, I'm interested to see if someone else tries to pick it up. Cause like we said, it was picked up, it was renewed. So. Right. And it know. seemed like it did. The first season did really well. Yeah. So it just makes you question what numbers we're actually getting and what numbers we're not getting. Right. Um, next we have, so Paramount plus decided to cancel the workaholics movie like a week or two before they were set to start filming. That's insane. That's Another so freaking crazy. Yeah. A week or two before it was supposed to start filming. That's just, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it is shocking to me, but I mean. And I mean, it, even at that point, you still have some sort of, you know, money wrapped up in it. It's not like, oh, we're going to cancel it uh, before it films and don't don't have any any money or anything wrapped up in it. You know, at that point, they still had it because, I mean, you got to have a script and everything. uh you know go moving in that direction so yeah i mean you're still you're you're still losing out on some money it's not like you're coming off scotch-free yeah that's true um i didn't even think about that it yeah so um and then lastly with that hbo max ad free monthly subscription will now cost a dollar more in the u.s which is like wait what huh what, wait, what, what did you just say? I mean, come on. I mean, they just... They just did this. You know what I mean? They just canceled all these shows, did the same thing Netflix did, which I get it. It's a little bit different because they got had a merger. Things changed. So they do have to make adjustments because of the merger and the fact that they're taking on debt from the other company but a dollar more a month. So, I mean, we're going to see how that affects everything, but I don't know, man. Right. I mean, it's in, it seems like now, uh, exercise, I mean, you see with Disney plus Netflix, all the streaming services is there. Oh, you want ad free? Oh, here, we're going to bump it up another dollar. And everyone's like, ah, it's just a dollar. It's just a dollar. That's no big deal. Or if they were doing it like five bucks or something like that, it's like, oh man, that's, that's huge. Especially if you're only paying, you know, 10 to 13 bucks where a dollar's like, yeah, it's just a dollar. Or you kind of do like what, uh, what they're, uh, what others are doing is oh hey you don't you know that's ad freeze too much for you okay well then we'll give you like a five dollar one and you get ads on it it's like oh i'm fine i could watch the ads that's no big deal for five bucks oh yeah so i mean you know probably be in you know a year or two from now and it'll probably go up one to two more dollars depending on what the, what they got in the yeah. in the pipeline yep so, um, this next one, I thought Tim got, I thought Tim got scammed hundred percent. Um, where the Millers two has been announced and, um, here's the thing. 
there's they do have like Jason Sudeikis tied to it, um, but the only thing is is that he might not be in the same capacity we think it is. It could be like you know a directorial producer. I don't know. There's nobody else really tied to it. I think Jennifer Aniston is maybe, but I was like, wait, Tim got scammed, and then I looked it up, and it's on IMDb. It's hard to find, but right. it's on there. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's in the very, very, very infancy of it, but yes, it's it's enough, like you said, to to get on there. So it's very. Very early on, and I will say that if you um, if you like the first one, just push for this one because I have a feeling it's be just as good. Um, oh yeah, hopefully. Next, this one I read it and it's crazy. Um, so hip hop artist Flo Rida was awarded eighty two point six million dollars on Wednesday after a South Florida jury found that the makers of Celsius Energy Drink breached a contract with the rapper and singer and tried to hide money from him. I mean, that is a huge payout. I mean, so... Huge. Here's here's the thing. If that's how much they're giving him, they had to have hidden way more than that. Oh, yeah. Because they're not going to give you... uh, you know what I mean? They're not gonna, they're not gonna give you exactly what you claim, usually, right? But they valued at it at eighty. That's crazy. Yep, exactly. And that's what he'll be getting. You know, that's what he was awarded. So it's not like, oh, hey, uh, you think you should get a hundred? They think you should get ten, and you get, you know, fifteen. It's like, okay, well, the, you know, there wasn't as much as you thought that was there. But I mean, eighty-two point six million. That's yeah, and especially trying to hide money for him from him doesn't look good that's, for Celsius Energy. No, but I mean um, that's what you get for a you know a metric uh, calculation trying to do it in an imperial um, nation. So kind of sucks. That's, that's that's a good one, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, next one. This one was sad and kind of cool at the same time. Uh, Color, a YouTube creator. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and color spelled C O L O U O U R. Spent over six thousand hours playing Red Dead Redemption Two on Stadia before it shut down. And as a farewell gift, Rockstar uh, sent him a package, including uh, Red Dead Redemption Two clothing, a poster, and other merch. I read the story. I didn't see what he actually got though. Yeah, I didn't see either, but uh, 6,000 uh, 6, hours is 250 days if you were to pay play 6,000 hours straight. So, Oma, so Jesus close man. to almost a, a year, month, a month straight. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, almost a year straight uh, on that. So, I mean, he put in some time and then it stinks because then they shut it down uh on that not nest not red dead redemption 2 but because stadia sunned down but i mean it's cool that they sent him some you know clothing posters and and other merch to um you know so it must have been this is what he was known for obviously um 
or one of the things that he was known for. So, but nice thing is, is good on Red Dead Redemption to send him some, uh, or the, you know, uh, studio to send him some stuff. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. I also did want to, I'm going to edit and post this tonight, but, um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, there was a fight tonight at the Lakers game, apparently. Shannon Sharp got it into it uh, um, with uh, Dylan Brooks, John Morant, and John Morant's dad. And um, this is actually going to hurt the Grizzlies pretty bad because you can't handle the trash talking. Basically, um, apparently, uh, Shannon Sharp said, you're too small, small to guard LeBron. He said, F you. And I said, F you back. He started to come at me, and I said, you don't want these problems. And then Jock came out of nowhere talking. He definitely didn't want these problems. Then the dad came, and he obviously didn't want no problems. But I wanted anything they had. Don't let these fools fool you now. Um, Jeez, man. Wow. Wow. Breaking news on that one as it just happened. That is, I mean, was it? was it after the game um during the game during the game yep you know what i mean then they're gonna have they're gonna have to basically tell them to uh, tell them as in well both the players and any celebrities or whatnot that sit courtside like hey you need to basically keep your mouth shut because you're affecting the play of the game yeah, but mm-hmm. here's the thing: you should be able to take it. You know? No, ex- it, no, it, exactly. But it it all depends on what they're saying. Is the true. other thing true? True. Um, on um, it, and I if, will, it, I will, I will say the one person I hate, uh, Russell Westbrook, did put it in the terms of, you know, you guys sit here, you can sl- send all these stuff at me, but when you talk about my mom, you talk about my kids. That's yeah, what's going to have family. a problem. And that's yeah. the thing is, is they go, if we were anywhere else and I defended my family, I would have the problems that I'm having now where I'm being held back and told to act professional. So it's not, yeah, it's a, it's a difficult situation. Yeah, uh, exactly. And it's like the one where, you know, LeBron had that fan kicked out and same thing, he threatened his family. So it's like, I mean, I mean, it's one thing to kind of talk trash, and you see some guys go back and forth, you know, celebrities and basketball players, and you see them smiling or whatnot. Um, but then, you know, there there's a line, yeah, uh, on it. So, and it it, it kind of looks like on, on this one is uh, just looking at it, it says Team Ranch, Shannon Sharp have to be separated at halftime. So I wonder if it was, um, if it's you know maybe started at at halftime and then spilled over or whatnot or yeah who knows oh shannon sharp was escorted out of the building yep yep wow oh and then it says shannon sharp has returned to a seat for the second half oh well yeah or who knows? I mean, I don't. I don't know what's. I mean, I believe they're in L.A., so probably why. 
Oh, then it said, yeah, he Shannon spent half time in the tunnel of security before returning to shoot for third quarter. He granted ESPN a brief interview explaining what happened with the Grizzlies on his way to his seat. Oh, wow. Oh, so, oh, so what it was, I see, I just saw the video. Um, he's on the side court and he started talking trash because the guy was yelling at him pointing to the ground and then all the grizzlies started coming after uh shannon sharp hey ooh, this is actually getting heavy so uh he says opportunity didn't cope nothing but loves love and respect <laughs> oh my god that's crazy right uh, i can tell you right now um that t Morant is not going to be allowed back ever again because as they're asking him out, he was talking trash, telling him, get out, yeah, get out of here, yeah, get out of here. So that's a good way to get them out of your um, your place. So we're going to go to a, a more positive stuff, like the fact that Tim is getting a Steam Deck. Yep. Broke down and got it. Had it pre-ordered. Well, we pre-ordered, both of us, I think, pre-ordered it <laughs> on a... Uh... Same day. Oh, same day and as we were either right before we were recording right after or could be during we, it was during we the recording, recording we did yeah and uh and so you went through and and got yours i uh, i canceled mine uh just because I had just other stuff going on at that time whatnot have a kid so uh you know kind of doing that thing um but now uh yeah got it ordered should be here um on monday so which is perfect because i have a big symposium that i'm going to and i could get it all set up uh before i leave for that and use it uh at that and while i'm chilling in the in the hotel room so i'm excited got some recommendations off of you as far as accessories um for it um so yeah so i kind of put that in here and then kind of going into the next one is you know with your steam deck and you got it you know pre-ordered it yep. you know what are how, how do you like it and then um any uh any game recommendations uh for me to get that that uh and i'll let you know if i've kind of already gotten it or not <laughs> so i always well, i always recommend um getting the desk job game just because it shows you how all the controls work. And basically the way it's set up is you can use joystick or touchpad on certain games. Some people now, prefer the touchpad. Some people prefer the joysticks. Yeah. Now on that one, does that come on the steam deck already? It like does pre- not. It does not. It's, on it. it's how, like how, one of the, yeah. How like some of them, you know, you get it and it's like, Oh, Hey, this is already pre-installed and you kind of like have to play it. And then no. you can delete it after it. So the way that the Steam Deck works is basically it's just your Steam Deck store. It's your Steam store. So it's everything that's right. on your Steam account. So what it does is when you go to the store, Desk Job is one of the first ones they recommend playing because it's a it's just monotonous. You're doing the same thing over and over again, and you're basically working like a factory type thing where you're. And it's got a it's got a fun story to it, but you're actually learning the controls. Okay. Which is, and I mean, which it's, is, it's got, I, it's got J.K. I, Simmons in it too, so that's kind of awesome. 
Yeah, and I like that where it's like you said, you're you're learning the movement and the functions of it and not just, oh, well, start playing the game and good luck. Yep. Yep. And then the basically there's no real repercussions to what you're doing. There, there's not no health or anything like that. So mm. um so I do like that. Um, I have NASCAR Heat, which basically allows you to play different kind of racing. So you do dirt racing, you do uh, truck racing, and then eventually you get into the NASCAR series. Um, I also, PGA is so much fun on there. Um, right. I've heard that Grand Theft Auto can be pretty fun. Um, I know Fortnite was kind of difficult to play on it. Just because it's such a small, it's a smaller screen, but I did like um, Wolfenstein: New Order. That was that's been a really fun game. Um, the thing, the thing for ooh, the thing for me is that basically it's for me when I want to relax, so I go somewhere. I used it when I went to Pismo. It was a great relaxation uh, for me, just to get some gaming time when I was away. Um, I did tell Tim I got through quite a few rounds when I played golf when I went to Santa Maria for work. And I was just, I just use it one night. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, I know they're working on media apps for it. So you can, you know, if unless you, you go to the, you could technically go to the desktop and watch YouTube because they have desktop mode. Um, right. But other than that, I suggest get every single free game you could get and then basically look and see how it feels when you play. And the cool part is when you go into the Steam store on the Steam Deck, it tells you what games are recommended and what games have been confirmed as being Steam Deck ready. Mm. And what they show is they show a green little Steam Deck logo. And then if you go to the ones that have a yellow Steam Deck logo, Usually it means that the game is either too new or no one has confirmed that it is Steam Deck ready. When I first started playing PGA 2K1, it would ask me after I finished, did this game work correctly on it? Uh, Tim went to the driving range on mine and he enjoyed it. So, you know, it's um, it, it's so much fun and it's ridiculously relaxing just because, you know, it's it's handheld. Um also, you can get pressure washer, like pressure mm-hmm. washer game on there. Yeah, and I think and lawnmower, lawnmower, and they're coming out with the um, pool cleaning one too. So, oh um, yeah, I will say though, when I play the pressure washer one too long on my Steam Deck, I do get a little motion sickness because I think it's, oh. it's such a small screen on right. that. Well, one. small screen, and if you go back and forth, it's like. Yes. This isn't like the view of the nozzle. Well, no, you're not the view of the nozzle. It's like you holding it. But yeah, no, I I could I could see that, especially on some of those um, um, simulation games. Um, there is also a game called Sekuro that I played quite a bit. Um, they have the house flipper game. And then um, that's pretty much the main ones that I've been playing on here. I did download War Thunder because it's free. Mm. but i have not played it yet yeah i got a couple ones um you know like that that i downloaded versus um the the uh the free ones um like sea of thieves i have it 
downloaded um, on it. I mean, it's not a free one. And then, like you said, um, PGA 2K23. And then um, I have a a blackjack game that I actually was the first one that I downloaded on um, when I got Steam and got my computer. And then um, the other one was Turbo Golf Racing. Uh, That one was cool. And right now they got, who did I say has a sale? Um, Not Epic. Uh, Who's the one that does Grand Theft Auto? Rockstar. Rockstar, yeah, they're having a sale too. And on my on mine, I like I said, already had the last uh, sale that they had: Grand Theft Auto and um, Red Dead Redemption Two. So we'll see how they all all play. I'm not gonna one. I got a SD card, so I'm not gonna put them all on it. But we'll see. Um, you know which ones work work the best. Yeah. Exactly. I think you're going to have a lot of fun. Um, and I hope that we uh, can play some of the games together because there is like Marvel Snap and the Multiverses. And they got a couple of different like phone type games that they, you know, are on there. I will say that NASCAR Heat says you can't play it on the Steam Deck and it works great on the Steam Deck. So, right. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of them on that, but maybe they don't pass some certain tests if they said hey it worked good and then it messes up your steam deck who who knows exactly so um now uh orlando records show work moving forward on disney's lake nona campus um disney's doing so much stuff it's not even funny not even funny well yeah now especially with the 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 leader the new leadership that's there well new yet old is i think yeah really it's like hey what what are we doing here let's focus on he, here versus there and get it going he's already been spotted in the parks twice since he's come back and that's yeah. more than anyone saw bob chapik the whole time he was ceo which is crazy right. to me um, yeah and and that remember we always talk about that bibbity bobbity beard on tiktok he's like i'm not freaking out you're freaking out i'm not freaking out you're freaking he's he's recording Bob Iger and Josh tomorrow behind him. And he says, hi. And now you can tell that Bob Iger and Josh tomorrow are a little standoffish, but I mean, you know, it was still kind of cool to see. Um, former Imagineering president, Bob Weiss joins Gensler as global immersive experience design leader, which that just tells me he's going to work on more fantastic stuff. And hopefully, hopefully um, we all going to enjoy it. Right. It didn't take long for him to find a new job, preoccupy his time. Yeah. Um, Universal Parks and Resorts announced a new family focused theme park coming to Texas. I 100% believe they're doing this to beat Disney from doing the same thing. Right. And I think it's, if I remember right, it's in like the Frisco area. Yes. So, um, I mean, right there, that puts you on West Coast, East Coast, and now pretty much smack dab in the middle. So, um, and with it more in Texas, which, uh, you know, it's not like up in the Dakotas where you have really harsh, uh, winters, whatnot, where it's more so, uh, in Texas. And there's a lot of stuff in Texas as well at theme parks. That is, cause I think there is a, uh, like six flags, Texas and a couple other ones that are there. I 
Okay, I think there's maybe a Cedar Fair um, I, park I that's think there. The, I think the Six Flags is a big one, too. It's like Six Flags over Texas. Yeah. Something like that. Um, yeah, I think they have a big footprint there. I think Frisco can get pretty cold, though, in the wintertime. Um, yeah, but, I mean, it's not like it's, you know. Snowing or whatever. Negative 10 degrees, negative 20 with the wind chill or something like that. Like, you'd get up in montana or the dakotas or you know more so somewhere in the northern part of the middle united states well i'm going to tell you right now what temperature it is right now in frisco texas well i know my brother played ball there for like three or four years that's right oh it's like our weather it's 48 degrees oh it does get pretty it's 32 on the end of this week wow but I mean, it's and it's not as like you said, it's not the extremes, um, right? So that's that's not bad. Um, and lastly, in our regular pile is iconic Welcome to Universal Orlando Resort sign finally returns with new look test. Um, it's one of those things people saw. Oh, it's just yeah, it's out, new but, look. My test was oh disregard test. New look. There you go. Um, we're gonna hop right into the Disney pile. So we talked last week about Josh tomorrow said that this was not all Bob Iger coming back. That made the changes. They have said that um, basically that they listened to the guests. Now I half believe them half don't. And the reason why. Right. is because I don't trust them. You know what I mean? Well, and I mean, I wouldn't say it's not necessarily him. I think it'd be whoever is in that position would say that because that is a fantastic PR move right there. And especially with um, which means that whether they're listening to the guests or not, they do know that the guests have not been um, very happy with the recent, especially in COVID and coming out of COVID with the you know disney company especially the parks so in his position it's like oh yeah no look we listen to you um you know we're doing these changes because of you so don't think that your um comments concerns matters go you know untouched or you know not listened to or just get thrown in in the trash can look we're listening to you and we're chain <laughs> we're um making changes now like you said is it a hundred percent of that? I don't think so. Um, but sounds good coming from him because I think if uh, Chappick was still in charge, I don't think that quote would be thrown out there. Well, nope. it 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 may have later in his regime um, because of he needed some good publicity there towards the end. But if this was something in the beginning, yeah, it wouldn't have. Would uh, wouldn't have come under his tutelage. No, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like, yeah. But I don't like you said. I mean, I agree with you. Where I kind of half heartedly believe it because it's a fantastic PR move. Um, coming from that, coming from the position that he's in, um, with being, uh, you know, Parks and Resorts. And not just the CEO, which is of everything, but specifically from the parks and resorts guy. Yeah, 
we'll 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 see how that those changes go because I will say that um the bad part to me was like you said they made changes because of covid right and people understood people were like okay state laws you can't do certain things anymore that's just what it's what it is mm-hmm. but when they started started was, they started easing some of these restrictions what happened they didn't change they kept them now i knew people that went to disney i think it was christmas last year go into the beginning of last year every single one of them came back with covid every single person i knew that went to disney came back with covid so you're telling me your restrictions are in place and you're still getting everybody covid so obviously something's not working it's just plain and simple something's not working so right. you know let's fix it and that's i think what they're doing no that and that that's true very true yeah um so now to the walt disney pile world pile um annual pass holder magic kingdom park passes booked for tron life cycle run opening day um it's set to have the cast member preview date starting in february um i did see oh right there tim did put it on there perfect that they have started to clean the outside of the uh run building the tron cycle tron light cycle run building ahead of the grand opening mind you okay look 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 look. it was dirty but that thing is done being built what two years ago right well and it doesn't help that it's white yeah yeah it's white so um i mean i don't even know what they're gonna do to keep it clean they're gonna have to do something but yeah right or i mean or, or maybe they got it um you know when they first did it's like hey we're gonna put we're gonna put this up um you know as far as the canopy or the white or whatnot but maybe they put like a clear coat or something on it where it's you know easier to clean or it doesn't show the dirt on it but hey don't put it on right now because say it lasts for five years or say it lasts for only two years because of what it is well, if it only lasts a short period of time, they're gonna have to be putting it on again when the coaster's not even when the ride's not even open. So it's like, you know what, leave it there. We're gonna wash it. Um, get it washed off, make it look fancy and pretty, and then, you know, go from there. Who knows? But it does stink that it is white. And as anybody knows that owns anything white, whether it be a car, shirt, whatever, it shows everything on it, even when it's like, oh wait. I barely went in the dirt today or I barely did this and it looks like you are filthy. So, yep. I mean, I did today see a video of this company that was cleaning buildings like this and they used uh, two drones to do it. They had one drone flying to do the visual and one drone had a pneumatic spray gun on it that was dispensing the soap to spray it down and soak it. And then they hmm. used another attachment to pressure wash the side of the building. So there's ways they could do it. They have more money and the better technology than these guys that are doing this. So it's possible. Right. Um, and along the same lines, they are continuing this, continuing the space mountain cleanup. Uh, as people are still complaining about the, how dirty it is at Disney world, which is shocking because we don't hear the same complaints at Disneyland. And like, uh, Tim knows I'm all about keeping the magic 
I pick up garbage when I'm there. I'll, you know, if I see someone drop something on the ground, I'll pick it up and put it in the garbage can. Um, not looking for any praise or hype. I'm more like, I want to keep this the way it's supposed to be. There's a reason why there's trash cans so many feet along. I don't know if we've ever told the story, but Walt actually purposely set it up to where they watched how far people would walk with the item from where they bought it and see how far they would walk before they would drop the item on the floor, the garbage. And I believe it was 10 feet, I think. 10, to, like, like... Uh, 10 to 15 feet. And yeah. they determined we need to have garbage cans every 10 feet throughout the park. Um, it works well. So why aren't they keeping their end of the bargain and keeping the parks clean? Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, there is automated PhotoPass cameras have been installed on Pete's silly sideshow at the Magic Kingdom. Um, ooh. Iconic, you may get wet, Briar Rabbit sign vanishes for Splash Mountain days before closure. But it returned days before attracting permanent closure at Magic Kingdom. So it's back. Yeah, I know it's funny. Rumor was, is you know, did somebody did somebody steal it? You know, are they already um, taking stuff from the ride? But I don't, to be 100% honest, um, I didn't really read the article because I was having problems with um, <laughs> the stuff sinking. So yeah. I was going to go back and read it, and then uh, stuff didn't sink. So, yeah. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's so. Okay there you go but um, uh but it's back it's back up just in time yeah. for them to Shut close it down. in the month um and i will i was talking about this earlier bob Iger, josh tomorrow and jeff vale uh were touring walt disney world together and they were like the crazy part was is they were in the crowd for a while usually they'll disappear after a minute go somewhere they can escape but they were out there for a while so that was pretty cool seeing them out there um this one uh, shout out to Justin from ConCon's Cantina. Uh, Disney is canceling low occupancy Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser voyages. Um, and Not that's good. insane because how soon ahead are they doing that? How do they compensate the people who paid? Like, what, what's what's the deal? You know what I mean? Right. And that's what Justin was saying. Maybe they'll cut the price and let some of the locals try it out because they're not locals ain't spending that much money to do that. So exactly. <laughs> Yeah, um, the Epcot parking lots have been renamed after characters. I never, um, I never got to experience uh, the um, the parking lots because I didn't go there like that. I flew there and I rode the buses, so you know it's probably gonna be the typical. They do Timon, Pumbaa, Mickey, Minnie, Donald, you know, all that kind of stuff, but. Yeah. Yeah, the ones that I saw was uh was Moana and I can't remember if it was Elsa or something like that. So but I mean similar to the same thing that Disneyland has, but Disneyland's only got what two parking structures or a Toy Story lot and um Disney World has four parks and Disney Springs. Um so Disneyland has um the parking structure, the downtown parking lot. The Toy Story lot, and then the lot that's over behind the restaurants. That's Timon and Pumbaa back over there. Yeah. Oh, and they have the the Pixar uh, parking garage too, because the Pixar one is all Pixar, and then the Mickey and Friends is like 
Mickey, Minnie, Donald, because I think there's five stories. So you got the Fab Five there. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think you got this one wrong because I'm pretty sure. Um, it's, a, it's a clickbait title. No, but it's also Disneyland. Uh, is it Disneyland? Yep. It's single lot, single row. Oh. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, it's it's funny because it is clickbaity, but we'll talk I'll talk about it uh first thing on the next one. Um uh guest gets bumped by a wheelchair on space at spaceship earth and waits at exit for a fight. Um right. that's Florida for you, man. Florida. When I go this weekend, this week, this like upcoming week, I'm gonna record everything for you, Tim. I'm contemplating my buddy's gonna bring his GoPro and I'm contemplating wearing it. Just oh, to... there you go. I, I I've done that before. So, um, and then a drunk Disney guest is caught peeing in bushes. That's awesome. You know, we make the joke in a lot of these golfing videos me and Tim share about, hey, that's illegal when they show a guy peeing in the bushes, which you do in golf. It's a it's a known thing. You pee in bushes. Most courses don't have like. A couple of me and Tim have been to that one in Copperopolis has actually a decent amount of bathrooms. It's almost like every three or four holes you'll have a bathroom. Yeah. Um, but most only have them maybe one on like hole 12 because you usually get something to eat or drink at the turn after hole nine. Uh, but mostly it's just a clubhouse and that's all you got. So guys will, you know, you drink a lot of water like I do. You have to go. You make the joke, you know, oh, you, you know, that's a crime. You're, you're holding a little boy's wiener and it's a joke it's a joke but you know as i turned 21 you know what i was deathly afraid of is getting really drunk and peeing outside i was deathly afraid of it and that's why that's all i could think about was i'm gonna get registered as a sex offender because that's what i'll tell right. you and you, hear if you get stories. arrested if you get arrested peeing outside and you get someone that wants to make an example of you at because technically they can give you drunk and disorderly, which obviously is still a misdemeanor, but you don't have to register as a sex offender. If you get caught peeing outside and they can say basically public urination and they can call it indecent exposure, that is the sex offender mm -hmm. registry item in California, at least. So, yeah, well, and if you don't pee in bushes, right. And if you're peeing and a mom walks by or a dad walks by or somebody walks by yep. with a little kid and hey what's going on there and you know there you go yep exactly so, so yeah. just use use the facilities use the facilities but um, obviously he wasn't in the right state of mind so yeah especially uh i think it's weird like how often do we ever hear the th or see the title say caught drinking or a caught peeing in bushes sober you never see right. that <laughs> right no so that is important um on to our last pile and into the disneyland resort pile we'll start with the story that tim said was clickbaity um so it says disney ride park closing soon after guests suffocated on board all that's a misnomer. It's it's wrong. So 
Splash Mountain is closing and reopening in 2024. Disneyland does not have a closed date yet. Um, I believe um, with Disney World, is, is it this week or next week? I think it's a week from, t- I want to say it's 28th. Okay. So, if, I, if I remember right. And usually, for those that don't know, Disneyland stuff usually takes shorter time to refurbish. I don't know why. I just know whenever they do multiple rides at once, Disney World usually closes before Disneyland does. But this was at Disneyland. So it's not, there's no closing date set yet for that ride, first of all. Second of all, the guy didn't almost suffocate. This idiot wore a poncho backwards and sucked in the hood into his mouth. And yeah, well, the only the, reason, the only reason the why it came out is he sh- he shared it. Yeah, well, and on the on the picture of the right, he looks like he's got a poncho over his face. But you said he had the hood in front of him. It was on the drop, and it basically the hood blew up in his face. And um, yeah, looks like that it suffocated is suffocating him. But yeah, it's not. I mean, he wasn't like suffocated, like, oh, my gosh, that like they had to call the ambulance or whatnot. And like I said, the funny part is, is on the picture on the right, you could see it, you know, look like he's suffocating, but he's not. And like he said, it's he shared it. And I think it says, you know, make sure you put your poncho on the right. You know, he made it. He was lighthearted about it. You know, make sure you put your poncho on the right way, um, you know, when going on Splash Mountain or something like that. I just saw something that I'm super sad about now that I'm not, I'm not happy about. Oh my God. I'll tell you when it comes up. But um, so on the regular pile now for Disneyland, uh, Tiana's palace restaurant is going to be opening up at Disneyland this year. Um, did it say and where it was going to be at? Yeah. It's replacing French market. Okay. <clears throat> so when and French, French, French closes, market, that's where the, I mean, where the Begays and the yeah. Mint and Julep are at as well. They're going to be redoing that. So it will be closed. So you can, will not be able to get beignets and Mint Julep, obviously, while they're doing this. But you will be able to get them at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in downtown Disney. I know people yes. are all kind of up in arms in that. When it opens up, yes, you'll be able to get them. And they will have a better um, area for them. They already have a better variety. They usually have more variety of beignets because we went um, and uh, the wife's friend actually was like, hey, I heard they have. And we did. And they had um, two at different beignets and they had in Disney. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so we'll see. Well, they'll be awesome. Um, Disneyland Re- Resort Magic Key Passes did resume uh, sales on January 17th. And I didn't see any shutdowns. So the queue didn't overload like usually it does. Yeah, and I looked, um, I went on this morning, and it was uh-huh. still, uh, they were Available. still selling them. Okay. So it's not like, oh, 24 hours, shut it down. Yeah. So. Um, this is the thing I'm sad about, because I'm going to have to do something because of this. Um, Disneyland guests are going to receive complimentary digital downloads of on-ride photos during Disney's 100 Years of Wonder celebration. So it looks like I'm going to be riding Splash Mountain on Friday. Because I need to get one last epic picture of me looking at the camera. And I think I'm going to do this, Tim. I'm going to mm-hmm. do this. Right, yeah, you got to do you got to do something. Especially since um, you'll get the complimentary digital download. So oh, 100%, 100%. You'll get a good, crisp picture of it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be classic. I'm going to go like this. Because I have one where I'm like this, looking up. 
with my hand on my chin. Um, I have one where I'm looking dead on in the camera. Anyway, I need to send those to you because my wife and my stepsister, the one that's our age, mm-hmm. are holding on to my niece and nephew screaming, mm-hmm. afraid they're going to fly out of the log. Oh, my gosh. And me and my dad are just like, my dad on one looks like he's owling. He's like this. Yeah. <laughs> this, this big smile looking straight forward so oh my god um, <laughs> well shoot on that then you got to do that you got to do space mountain space mountain know, all those ones where you at least get the right photo of it ending with right photos yeah yeah credit a credit coaster which i have not written yet so it's a good one um if you're I gonna do that do it one, during the day and at night oh yeah but if you can only do it once i recommend at night i'll do it more than once i don't know i'm worried about that um, right. Or you do the writer. They have installed new fountains in uh, Sleeping Beauty's Castle moat for Disney's 100th celebration. Um, they've also added with the Magic Band, Band Plus, uh, they're going to have be able to interact with Disney 100 decorations at Disneyland Resort. If you didn't know, when you go to Batu with the Magic Bands in Disney World, at least, you can do bounty contracts. And what the bounty contracts are is you basically go to different spots in Batu. And you scan them with your real magic band. You take it back to the kiosk. You cash out. They give you another one. Supposedly, you get a little souvenir, like a small one, if you complete them all. So yeah, and they have yeah, that's now uh, live at Disneyland as well. Okay, all right. Um, Walls up around Adventureland Pass at Disneyland, causing major congestion. I mean, Adventureland already had congestion, so I mean, what's new? Yeah, but this one, you can't even walk through it. Uh, like, it stops right there on the other side of Bengal Barbecue, where the uh, entrance the tree to house. Tarzan's treehouse was. Uh-huh. So you can't even walk through to New Orleans Square over there or to Pirates. you got to oh. walk all the way around Frontier. So Land. basically, if you want to ride the Jungle Cruise, you have to, you could go to the Jungle Cruise, and that's about it. That's about it. Yep, that is okay. correct. Well, we ain't so don't 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 So don't go through... Um, adventure land thinking you're gonna get to pirates and hang that you know quick left right there you're gonna have to go straight through to frontier land sorely missed yeah you gotta go to frontier land if you want to go uh pirates I mean, new orleans I'm, square i'm doing straight batu i think the first four hours are going to be set up for batu so it is there you go is. um pacific wharf draining begins for san francisco construction at disneyland california adventure this is the first thing I've really been excited for when they announced the change to California Adventure because this makes it more Disney related because that is from Big Hero 6. And the the preview I saw of it, it looks beautiful, what they're trying to do. They're trying yeah, to modify the, the Golden Gate Bridge to look more cartoony. Right, exactly. And getting the Golden Gate Bridge back in Disney yes. California Adventure because before it was where the monorail crossed over right there in front now yep. it'll be uh more of those walkways are uh yep. right there uh, after the food court yep i will be sending tim a photo of me eating um mac and cheese in a bread bowl at what, some point during the weekend um nice uh mickey's toontown sign returns with new look ahead of land reopening at disneyland it looks amazing um i saw them putting it back up everyone was cheering um, it's. I think it's supposed to reopen in February, I believe, um, the land. Um, and it the new ride that's going in there is Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It will use a virtual queue, which is one of the first ones in the park to do that. Um, so 
apparently it's like very fourth or fifth one. Right, Disneyland did it. Web Swingers did it. <clears throat> oh, but um, I mean, like, I think this is gonna be like a permanent thing for it. I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be curious to see how. Yeah, how long they. Um, because you got to think it for, it, and hopefully they have, um, two different times you could get it, not just one time in the beginning of the day and oh sorry that's it, right? Or at least you get two chances to get it. I really hope they do that, um, on it because I think that way you get a better, better chance of getting it. And if you get it right at twice in one day, hey, even better. Well, I think the big difference for me too is is that like if you look at it, um, it's going to shut down during fireworks. Which is I knew it was going to happen, but people probably That's... didn't think about it because you can't be back there. That's where the fireworks potentially land. People don't know yeah. that, and <laughs> yeah, usually exactly. it it closes like an hour before fireworks start. So, yeah, you know, in order to get everyone out before, yep, before they get it. And I know they were saying, oh, with the remodel of that whole land back there, are they going to somehow keep it open during fireworks, especially with having this? huge new ride back there um but it doesn't look like it and everyone's like uh i don't think so because like you said that's where like they launch them from it wouldn't be like modifying anything or putting like uh a roof over it it would be no the only way to do that is if they physically move the launch locations of um the fireworks and they're not going to do that because they're set up um where they're set up for a particular reason you know they're not going to move it now all of a sudden this this one firework which is supposed to go over the top of the castle now it goes over like the left side of the castle which is kind of funny because when we went to epcot for our honeymoon this is 2011 mind you we got hit by debris from the fireworks like it falls on you and they're like big like golf ball size balls and not just that we we had a a casing from one Mm -hmm. of the mortars like yep. it was the size of my hand fall down in front of us. Yep. And like you, you get the debris like raining like ash and whatnot. And it's like, man, yeah, because they try to Ca- get California's, <laughs> California's different there, man. Right. And they tried to get most of that stuff to land in the lagoon. But I mean, they're going yes. so high up. And if there's, you know, just a little bit of wind or a little bit, yeah. Obviously, it's paper that's falling. Paper doesn't fall straight down either, even when there is no wind. No, so. and for those that don't know, too, Disney does incur a fee or fine in California every night they do fireworks. I believe it's fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars a night they pay in fees, fines yeah, from the fireworks show after hours and the yep them yep. around there. And I believe they are the second or third um, in the world. Uh, that uh buys like the most um not necessarily fireworks but like explosives or whatnot for for that or that i should say the disney company like behind like the military and like china China yeah exactly yeah yeah i wouldn't doubt it because you're gonna think a lot of their stunt shows they used to have all these pyrotechnics all that stuff well and all the parks around the world you know, that is true. Let, let let alone just like you said, the pyrotechnics, just the fireworks in general. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, it's it's something, and I can't remember what they call it. It's not like the biggest thing of supplier of fireworks. I think it's like, I think it's just pyrotechnics in general. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, next, Sip and Saver Pass returns for Lunar New Year in Disney's California Adventure, which started today. I'm going to be there for this too, Tim. How's it? How's everything happening when I'm going to be there? Right. And look, look at the menu because I know there's some good stuff that has uh, food options that have come back um, for Lunar New Year. And also, I didn't put it on here. Um, I believe Sip and Saver Pass will be for the food and wine after the Lunar New Year uh, as well. Yeah, it goes to the till February 15th, this one. <laughs> I'm going to have to message my homeboy and um, ask him if he wants to do it. Um, where is it at? Where is the pass? There you go. Because I don't know how, how much is it. Well, and be smart with the pass too. Don't so. Um, it's fifteen bucks. That's it. No. Fifteen, like 15 one bucks five and under. Yeah, one five. No. Oh, that's the snack menu. Um. <laughs> one, two, three, four. So there's six tabs on it. And it will cost 42 for Magic Key, 45 for Day Guest. So on this, you have six tabs. So oh, it has the dog. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm seeing the menu for them actually selling it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the actual price of the food. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's, there's six tabs on it. And it's $45. So simple math, six divided by 45. So make sure... At the very least, when you use the tab, it's at least that much. Because if it's under, you're losing money. Losing money. Okay. Because so, some idea. people are like, oh, I'm going to use it on a drink. It's like, yeah, but you're like losing a dollar on it. Well, what do you mean? No, I got, I got it. It's like, they spent 45 bucks, do math, and it's going to cost, you know, whatever it is. So make sure, you know, basically get the most expensive things there and you, you know, you you save money. It doesn't show. It doesn't show on mine. I'll, I'll have you look afterwards to see. I'll actually. I'll pull up my Disneyland app because I have my passes and everything on there. So maybe they'll make a difference. Um, now the next one is huge. So um, La Brea Bakery is now out of downtown Disney. Earl of Sandwich is coming in temporarily, taking advantage of. So La Brea basically said, um, "We're done." They shut down all of their facilities that have cafes or anything where they make food. Yep. They're just focusing on distribution, not on um, the bakeries or anything like that. And the thing that stinks about it is it's the very first one outside, you know, once you leave um, the Esplanade going to downtown Disney. So it's the, the very first one right there. And it opened up with downtown Disney. So it was one of the first ones that was there. And this happened um when they made the announcement it was immediately like that like the next day it's that day, yeah no yeah. i think i think downtown was that day and i think the only reason why the the la brea one on that was like in their first location the only reason why they kept that one was because um it was something they had like contractually to that location or something i don't know yeah so i mean it does stink um, they did let their employees know beforehand and everything like that. It wasn't like, oh, hey, guess what? You're going to be out of a job. They, you know, um, let everyone know and everything like that. 
Uh, but the nice thing about it is, is yes, Arella Sandwich is coming back in. Obviously, it's going to yep. be temporary because once they start building everything on that west side where the movie theater and that whole area got demolished, is that's where Arella Sandwich is going to go back in. You know, they're building back there, but obviously, since it's not open, they're going to be in this one, which is perfect because it's a, it's a bakery type sandwich shop anyways. Uh, yeah. The nice thing about this is like what everyone's saying is like, hey. This is perfect. Earl a sandwich before I had to walk all the way through downtown Disney to get there. Now it's boom, right there. It's the first one right and out. It, was, right, and it's delicious. It's delicious. Right outside of the the Esplanade, like you said, it's good, and the pricing is um, very attractive to other um, food options that are in downtown Disney. And this is a you know grab and go sandwich option. So. And it's and like you said, I mean, at the end of the day, everyone loves it. So they were you know, obviously they were sad to see it go, but now with it coming back, I mean, this is this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. I still can't find that sip and savor thing, man. Jesus. Um, the last thing we have on our Disneyland pile, so I can recuperate my um, my voice, is a lawsuit alleges that Disneyland cast members laughed. A disabled woman before fell that fall that led to her death, and she fell getting off of was it um, Jungle Cruise? Uh, Jungle Cruise, yeah, yep, Jungle Cruise, and like she didn't obviously like die there on the dock or anything like that. Um, she fell out, kept coming out of a a boat. She was disabled. This did happen in 2021. Um, and due to those injuries is they, that she sustained is that she later died. And I think it was um, a couple months later, um, if I remember right, it wasn't yes, like. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, it wasn't um, like she died that day. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, taken from the hospital, remained 10 days for moving to a rehabilitation center. So she died on January 29th of 2022 and this incident happened on August 22nd of 2021. Yeah, so five, six months um, on it. So, and they sued Disney because of an ADA thing uh, on it. So we'll see how it goes because I guess she was in a wheelchair wanting a uh, wheelchair accessible boat at the Jungle Cruise and they said there wasn't one available. So I think they kind of just helped her in into Ooh, that's not into a good it. idea yeah so yeah daughter's helper offer boat uh instead of assisting the lawsuit alleges cast members laughed at her struggles leaving her feeling ashamed and embarrassed she ended up losing her balance on the block blocks placed on the steps fell back and fracture fractured her right femur that is not good. Yeah. So, so. Um, I mean, okay, look, you know, we've seen people fake stuff before and things like that. And, I mean, they could be legitimately pulling our leg to say, or not pulling our leg, but trying to get one over on us by saying they laughed. Because the first thing you want to say is, that's not cool. Person's disabled. They died. You know, they didn't die there, but they died result of the injuries. Um my whole thing is, is I hope they can prove that they laughed and I hope they can prove that she died because of the injuries, because um, 
I do know, I know plenty of people that when they see something like that happen, if they laugh, it's not trying to be like, ha, ha, ha. It's more like a, oh, my gosh, something extremely awkward happened. I don't know how to react. You know? well, yeah, exactly. That's their their first reaction um, to it to kind of not necessarily cope with it. But, yeah, it's not right. But that's kind of what naturally it happens i mean the other yeah. thing is too is like you said prove that they could laugh prove that she died from it the other thing is which isn't looking good at disney's favor is not um loading her on an ada boat that is uh, the big one because that on, one technically on that technically i believe that the ride should not be open if they do not have a boat available for that person to use so you know i i don't know how they're going to get by that and i and because the thing is is i guarantee none of those cast members were trained on how to um, load and unload a person with disabilities. Right, exactly. And I know some rides, they say, like, you have to transfer out of your wheelchair because, um, hey, we don't, this ride can't accommodate wheelchairs or anything like that. So if you can't transfer, hey, sorry, um, on it, which is fine. Um, And others, uh, you see that, you know, obviously they'll, they'll stop the ride, because they have a, a wheelchair compliant vehicle right with a ramp, load them on, make sure they're strapped uh, and buckled in and away they go. So with this one, because it would even look bad if they said, oh, hey, we didn't even have the uh, the wheelchair boat out on the track. Because with that boat, it's not like, oh, you can load up one wheelchair and then that it takes up the whole boat. It's just a, uh, a bigger, ch- you know, it's basically like a one of those bench seats in the middle that's taken out and that's yep. how they they load them on so you could still load a good half boat of people on there even on that ada uh, or wheelchair boat so we'll see what happens and who knows I mean, we might not even hear anything from it you did um show me that one video of um that one getting on to toy story mania that was really awesome um oh if yeah you, if you have not seen it, just Google Toy Story Mania, Mania um, handicap uh, loading, and it's it's super cool because it legitimately is like it's just it's it's next level how advanced they're making it for people to be you know be inclusive and everything like that. And the th- and the thing is is now that they they have the vehicles where it doesn't take that long for them to uh load and unload a wheelchair on it they got it pretty much down i mean it's not like they're hustling and rushing to do it and they don't strap the person down and send them off but it's um you know it's just a basically ramp that comes down get the wheelchair in the right position put the you know a couple buckles make sure the ramps e-brakes on i mean the wheelchairs e-brakes on ramp goes up they latch it and all right have fun yeah exactly so, I mean, we're, we're, I do want to see them make things more inclusive. I hope something good comes out of this person's um, tragedy just because, you know, you don't, you don't like to see, um, you know, hopefully, I, what I hope is, is everything, if everything is true, proved to be true, that Disney does what's appropriate and takes care of this person's family. Because right. while it's not ideal and there was some missteps that happened on their people's end. Um, it does not excuse what happened. Um, 
I also think um, that if it's not true, that they still do something about the effect that, um, you know, uh, well, at least get at least get the whoever was working there training or if there's yes. a supervisor there training on how to handle a situation like this. Like, correct. Should that person even have been allowed on that boat if they right. if it's if they said, oh, no, I want to transfer and they said, oh, no, it's liability thing. Can't do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, or is... it's, or wait for the the wheelchair accessible boat. And they don't tell you that they don't say, hey, look. You know, um, you know, you can refuse service. You know what I mean? Right. It's right. It's not. It's not one of those things where everyone is like, oh, you know, when you say this or you say that, you know, you can't. No, it's it's not not the way it works. You basically you do have the right to refuse service, and um, I I hope they do get it fixed because, you know, it's not good. Yep. yep. Exactly. I I, well, I see more training in the future. Yes, there'd be a lot more training. Well, that is it for us. I apologize for the coughing periodically. I tried to mute myself. Um, I am feeling decent right now. This I sound worse than I am, and um, you can hear my voice breaking a couple times. Um, but I do want to thank everyone for coming through. Appreciate everyone always coming through, listening, having fun. Um, so uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris, and I'm Tim. And we will see you guys next time.